You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line, drive, this game is over! Goodbye baseball, Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, how's it going? Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Welcome. Hope you had a great weekend. Really interesting weekend for the Mariners. We're going to dive into it. There's a lot to get to. Kyle Lewis, of course, continues his surge. Felix pitches really well over the weekend in what could be one of his last starts at T-Mobile Park. And Ichiro is celebrated and gives a tremendous speech. So we have a lot to cover. Mariners will take on the Pirates starting tonight. And uh, we'll take on the Pirates again the next two days after that. So three-game series and on to Baltimore, the last road trip of the season, if you can believe it. So we're going to hear Ichiro's speech coming up. We'll also hear from Kyle Lewis as well. Shannon Dreyer, a chance to sit down with the Mariners rookie who has made a ridiculous impact so far. Just essentially homering every single ball game. That's what it comes down to. After the Mariners lose game one of the series to Chicago on Friday, 9-7, to They came back on Saturday with a game where Felix Hernandez, it was vintage Felix. He was excellent in this one, had everything working, goes seven, allows just one run. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss by Engel for strike three. Another strikeout for Felix. His fourth strikeout of the night. He has been absolutely outstanding here in start number 13 on the season. Five scoreless innings. For Felix Hernandez. Yeah, again, goes seven, allows just one run on five hits. He was excellent. It was so great to see Felix pitch that well at home. He'll get one more home start this season coming up against Oakland, and I hope everyone's there for that one. And what should be a Felix celebration, is he takes the mound against the A's. Meanwhile, here's what Felix said after the ball game. Uh, a lot against those righties. Yeah, using them a lot because it was, I mean, it was sharp. And then my body saw that and started calling it and, you know, got confident and started throwing it. And like you said, a, a mix, uh, 21 change-ups, uh, 20 curveballs, 19 sliders, and then the sinker, 23. That's a pretty good mess. Yeah, I mean... I that, wrote that, it down ahead of time. That's the, I mean, that's the kind of pitch I have to throw all my pitches. I mean, when I have my changes on point and... I can give people, it's like my last two starts was only fast one curveball. I'm going to have my change, I'm going to have a slider. And today it was like, I got everything, I got all my stuff. You said that you needed this one. What do you mean by that? I mean, the last two was bad, so I made that one. And especially in the home crowd right here. The fact that uh, this mathematically is your second to last start here at T-Mobile Park, does yeah. that go through your head? Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I can't wait for my last one. I don't know what's going to happen after that. But I'll tell you that I'm just going to go out there and compete against anybody. Yeah, you looked a little frustrated when uh, you weren't able to get that, that double play. I mean, I made a good pitch. I mean, got the ground ball. We could have made the double play. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's baseball, so at least I got another decision. 
Where were you when uh, Omar hit that ball? And what were you thinking? I was sitting in the couch. That's a homer. <laughs> <laughs> and you just said it that quietly? You didn't jump up or anything? Uh, I was like, I was happy. It was like, it's a homer. I'm not jumping anymore. I'm not, I got out of energy anymore. By the way, uh, what do you think of your old uh, teammate intro speech? It was pretty good. I was warming up. I couldn't pay attention a lot because I was warming up. They did a pretty good job. Did inspire you at all? I mean, what, what he's doing that you kind of draw from What that? are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about his inspiration. He's had a great career. And he's he had an amazing career. He had an amazing career. I mean... We play, we play a long time, and it's a great hitter, great player. What did it mean a little more having him, Griffey, Edgar all in the house too? A lot of other Mariners kind of icons, and here you are having a chance, maybe one of your final starts here, maybe. I just tried, I'm just trying to do my job, that's all. Just trying to do my job. I mean, there was, was a lot of people in the crowd, and, you know, I was junior and Edgar, so just got to go out there and do my thing. There have been three other pitchers with more no decisions when you go at least seven innings. One is Roger Clemens. One's Greg Maddox and Don Sutton. And then you were right up there, 35 no decisions when you were on seven innings. Does that get to you at all when you have so many outings where you've gone so far and don't get to win? It's part of the game. I mean, I bet Roger and Maddox and all those guys don't say anything about that. It's part of the game. There it is. That's Felix after the ball game. And, yeah, he talked about it. You know, he's not sure what's going to happen at the end of the season. So we'll get to see him at least one more time in a Mariners uniform coming up against Oakland. And we'll have more on Felix on the podcast coming up next week. And it was a bizarre ending to the ball game. It would go to the 10th and just was a wild and a very hard to describe finish. Swung on and driven deep to right. Going back. Going back is Polka. Jumps. Hits off the top of the fence. Omar digging for second. He's got to get down. Another saying, it's a home run and it's the ball game. Omar Narvaez with a walk-off homer. Bottom 10. Mariners win it 2-1. Beats his old team with home run number 21. RBI number 53. That call was perfectly accurate. It did hit the top of the wall, and it was called a homer for the walk-off win. Uh, Because of a few things that went the Mariners' way, it was not looked at, and so the Mariners walked it off with a 2-1 victory, which is uh, pretty incredible. Uh, Not a finish you would expect to see, but one the Mariners definitely take so the Mariners go from a two to one win to a wild game on Sunday this is one that just offenses exploded including Kyle Lewis who just continues to roll he had a big home run late in the ball game the Mariners down in the eighth inning they got a five spot and a big three-run blast by Lewis Here's the stretch and the 0-1 pitch. Lewis is swing and a high drive straight away center field. Angle to the one. He tracked to the wall. Goodbye baseball. Kyle Lewis with his fourth big league home run. A three-run home run here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Kyle has made it a one-run ball game. This kid has been unbelievable in his major league start. Holy smokes. I mean, what a start it's been for Lewis. It's just ridiculous. Four homers in six games. He's driven in nine. He's mixed in two doubles along the way. I mean, just a crazy start to a career. Another big home run. That got the Mariners 
close. They put five on the board, so it would go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Mariners would load up the bases for Tom Murphy. And the 3-2 pitch to Murphy, and it's up and in ball for the Mariners win it. 11-10 on a walk-off walk. Bishop will score. Tom Murphy with a bases loaded walk. That will force in Bishop, and for the second game in a row, the Mariners have a walk-off win. This one on a walk. Yeah, two walk-offs in a row. Here's Murphy on the field after the game. Thanks, Rick. We got to talk to the guy who got the walk-off walk, Tom Murphy. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of celebration over there. And if you were wondering, it was Malik's that got you with the Gatorade. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't really, you know, care at that point. Obviously, it was just great to get a win, especially a win like that. I mean. Uh, what a crazy ball game that was. And for us to kind of persevere and, and stay in it the whole time with a bunch of young guys out there, uh, that's uh, that speaks volumes to who we are. Offensively, a lot of it had to do with creating a lot of traffic today. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, you know we were on the bases the whole game. Um, you know, our pitching kept us in the game. And, you know, once we settled down after that one beginning, relievers came in and did their job. Uh, you know, it was just a great team effort. It really was. Justice Sheffield, innings one through four. That's as good as we've seen him. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, it goes back to his command. I mean, when he commands the ball in the zone with three pitches, uh, they're both, they're, they're all three of them are plus pitches, you know, and uh, he's going to be a special talent for sure. And, you know, once he learns to, you know, handle his emotions a little bit better, uh, we're going to see something, you know, very special out of him. Long layoff, did that kind of hurt him a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it, it's so hard to do when you're younger. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think yeah, I had the conversation with our pitching coach today. Uh, you know, I think that's the difference between young teams and veteran teams. It seems like a lot of times, you know, the young teams are always in the game. Um, and then something happens like that, and, you know, veteran teams kind of take advantage of those situations. Uh, but today was a great learning experience for all of us, and hopefully, you know, we take that forward. There's a lot of young on this team, Kyle Lewis. What can you say of what he has done in these last six days? You know, I, it's easy to point to what he's done on the field as something that uh, is very inspirational. But the way he's handling himself on and off the field is what really stands out to me. Uh, he's a he's a first-class guy. Um, you know, he, he's came up and he you know he didn't make himself too uh, too comfortable too quick. Very respectful, and I, I appreciate the the hell out of him for that. Let's get back to that last plate appearance. You step up to the plate, and I saw you kind of take a big kind of sigh at three-two. What are you telling yourself when you're in that position? Stay within my zone. You know, I, I knew he had to come with a fastball. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to do was chase something for, you know, a strike three call or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I kind of boxed him up, you know, shrunk their zone a little bit and executed it. Beautiful. Thank you, Tom. No problem. A lot of good stuff right there. Six different guys with at least two hits. Austin Nolan had four of them. Also walked, reached five times in the ball game. Lewis had three of them. Of course, the home run, a double as well, drove in three. Big night offensively. Mariners get the big day offensively. Mariners get the win. They get the series win. Off day on Monday. And now the Pirates for three games. Let's get Scott Service's take on the game yesterday. Triple header. Three games. We had a fun game early. They had a fun game in the middle. And we had a fun game at the end. A lot of back and forth. Yeah, uh, crazy ball game. Um, Certainly the, the September rules in play with all the players and the pitching changes and the, the matching up and all that other stuff, it, it just gets crazy uh, this time of year. But uh, give our guys a ton of credit. You know, uh, we're down 10-5. It's, you know, mid-September game, and, and uh, we have a lot of young guys that have a lot to prove. They just don't give up, and it's fun. It's fun to watch them go out and play, and they're learning along the way. And, you know, days like today, you can really, you know, take something from it. 
uh, just never give up. Huge home run by Kyle Lewis. That's kind of the big hit that we needed to get us back in the ball game. Um, we were down 10-5, and after that one, you know, picked up the momentum and took it from there. Those innings where you had a lot of traffic, a lot of the young players were involved in that. What do they take from that? Well, it's really good to go through those at-bats, yeah. Uh, the guys are out there. You need that one big hit. And being able to, to slow it down, to calm yourself. I thought Tom Murphy did a great job at the end of the game. Didn't try to be the hero, just have a good at-bat. Um, and you have to really go through those you know, the shed longs. I thought Malik's had great at-bats today when he needed to. Uh, didn't try to do too much. Um, and you got to go through it multiple times until you get comfortable. And uh, our guys are learning. They're all learning a ton. You say about Kyle Lewis's first week? That's, uh, uh, I would say it's pretty good. pretty good. It's a good way to start your Mariner career. Uh, it's been awesome. Um, you know, even today, you're starting to think, ah, you know, missing some pitches he had been on doesn't phase him. He stays with his approach. Um, I've often said he just stays in the game. He stays in the moment. He doesn't get too caught up in anything, uh, which is really, really uh, nice to see from a young player. That's just four innings. It looked like he was lights out. Awesome. Yeah, it was really, really good uh, for four. That's the best we've seen, Justice Sheffield, uh, no question about it. Long inning there when we put the big uh, five spot up, came back, and, you know, I got an 0-2 count and an 0-2 walk. Um, they kind of started that whole whole inning for them, and, you know, after that it, it got away from them a little bit. But, um, like, that kind of stuff with the changeup, the slider going early was great to see. And, again, another guy who learned a lot today. That's how good he can be and how quick it can turn on you, you know, in this league. So, again, the White Sox have a really good lineup. The top of their lineup is uh, is legit. And, uh, you know, you got to be on top of your game. But a lot of good signs from, from Chef today. And, like I said, he'll, he'll learn from it and be better next time out for it. Because that spot's going to come up again. You're trying to get through the fifth. You got a big lead after a big inning. You know, you have to go through those things. Slider flatten out a little bit. It did. The yeah, the, the ball that uh, the home run it was a slider just kind of sitting right there. It didn't have the depth that they had earlier in the game. Austin Nolan, four hits. He's on base five times. He's, he's got a pretty good year for us. Yeah, he has. He, he took advantage of the day off yesterday, and I think he just kind of backed off a little bit. He is a worker. Um, sometimes you just need a day and, and catch your breath. He came out today, really good approach. Taking the ball the other way, staying on the ball. Um, you know, you get a really good effort from him every day he's out there. Austin Adams, kind of a little up and down since he came back. To see that inning from him today. Yeah, that's what we saw when he was on that run earlier this year. Uh, just the dominating slider. Um, he had given up a couple home runs since he'd been back here recently. Um, he was anxious to get one of those uh, outings, you know, that we just went out there and dominated again. Because that's what we saw for a good stretch, three, four-week stretch there uh, back in, in late June and in July. Um, just... Uh, nice to have him back. And again, everybody's got to contribute uh, in games like today. We did a ton offensively, but you got to put some zeros up there too. And big one by uh, by Adams, big one by Gilbo. Everybody's thinking, oh, it's 10-5, no big deal. But it gives you a chance to come back in those games. Yeah, biggest comeback of the year for the Mariners as they get the win over the White Sox. Now it's the Pirates. Marco goes tonight, 4:05 first pitch, 4:05 tomorrow. Dunn will get... His second crack at things. Malone will follow him on the mound. Then Kikuchi, some day baseball on Thursday, 9.35, before heading to Baltimore. Now, we've talked a lot about Kyle Lewis, who has been ridiculous to start. Swing and a drive. Deep into the gap in left center field. Kyle Lewis does it again. Holy smokes above the out-of-town scoreboard. Kyle Lewis with his third home run in the major leagues in game number three in the big leagues. A double in the second, a single in the third. 
and a long home run right above the out of town scoreboard in left center field. What a start to his major league career. Kyle Lewis, his third home run, holy smokes, and his fifth run batted in. Kyle Lewis has been absolutely incredible. No doubt about that, he has. And Shannon Dreyer, a chance to catch up with Kyle. Shannon Dreyer in the dugout with Kyle Lewis. And, Kyle, it was, I hope, I know personally you appreciated that moment, but I hope you saw how much everybody in this building and the excitement they had, even before you did anything, just stepping up to the plate. It's a good night for everyone last night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Definitely an honor, you know, to receive the ovation. Man, that was really cool, and I uh, didn't expect that, so that was sweet. What was it like running out on the field the first time? Were, were there butterflies when you ran out to right field? A little bit, a little bit, but uh, not as much as I thought, you know. Just try to make it feel as normal as I could and uh, just try to compete. You step up to the plate the first time. Trevor Bauer is on the other side. How do you get ready for that? Uh, just try to, you know, keep it as simple as possible. And, um, you know, once they kind of gave me the ovation getting in the box you know it kind of felt a little natural you know so that was that kind of helped me out a lot too what'd you see in that at bat from trevor maybe running the fastballs up you know up and in and, and uh you know had it in my head that that was a possibility and you know still swung at it but uh <laughs> i was able to connect on one and, and you know hit it hard right and so that was encouraging too you come up to the second at bat you've got the first one out of the way I'm imagining it's probably really feeling like a normal game at that point. Yeah, yeah. By then it was kind of just, you know, business as usual, just trying to get good pitches to hit, you know, and uh, put good swings on them. You connect with that pitch. Do you know that's going out? I had a, had a decent idea. <laughs> it, was, it was hit pretty well, so I had a decent idea, but, you know, for the first one I just was, you know, sprinting basically. <laughs> <laughs> What's going through your mind as you go around the bases? Uh, I couldn't tell you couldn't tell you it happened happened so fast you know that uh kind of just black out you get back to the dugout and your teammates are there and your new teammates your old teammates everybody is there what's it like to celebrate with them down in this corner it's awesome it's awesome the, the uh the camaraderie here is, is great and uh the guys welcome everybody with open arms so it's really cool and you got the ball back what are you going to do with that uh I'll give it to my parents i'll okay. give it to my parents and they'll hang it up somewhere who gave it to you uh, the team got it for me. I think the bullpen got it, okay. and uh, they were able to give it back to us. Okay, so. so no shenanigans with that whatsoever. They just gave you the ball. It was pretty smooth, yeah. It was pretty <laughs> smooth sailing. I didn't, they didn't mess with me. Or, uh, Let's not all. mess with that. That was an absolutely special one. <laughs> this year for you, we saw you in spring training, and it was just great to see you had a normal off season, a normal spring. What were the things that you wanted to accomplish in the regular season? The regular season this year just... Develop a process, develop a routine, you know, and develop some consistency with that. And then some consistency with body maintenance and health. Those are the things that I just kind of try to kind of focus on, you know, throughout the years, trying to just get a little more consistent with, you know, those kind of things. The ins and the outs, because you didn't really have that before. There was a lot of stop and start. A lot of stop and start. So I feel like if I could get some consistent periods of time to uh, work on my craft, you know, and continuing to do that, but I feel like those are the main goals I have, you know, for this year. What were the important things in your routine day to day? Just getting in, you know, doing drills in the cage, doing some of the same drills, you know, every day. So that my swing is kind of, you know, being consistent in that regard. And then 
you know, stretching out early, you know, getting in early, activating muscles, you know, the way you eat, hydration. So trying to just get, you know, a lot more consistent with that before it was rehab, play, then you got to see how you feel, then you got to play and see how you feel. So just trying to have some sort of, like, continuity with that is really good. What can you tell us about the guys that came up with you? Donnie Walton gets his first big league start tonight. He's a great guy, great competitor, really good on defense, and the you know, swing's a really good stick. So I expect him to be good. You know, he's been good for us all year when we were in Double A. So you know, he's a grinder, makes things happen, gets the two strikes. He'll battle in that bat, you know, battle out a hit, and uh, I expect nothing, nothing different. Justin Dunn on the hill. We saw a little bit of him in the spring. What kind of competitor is he out there? Top-notch competitor, man. He, uh, he's going to let you feel his energy when he's out there. And, uh, you know, everybody feeds off that, so it's really good. What's his strength on the mound pitch-wise? Great breaking ball. He's got a plus breaking ball, and uh, so when he gets ahead in the count, he can go to that. He's tough to hit. Lastly, the voice at the end, Art Warren. What would you see from him this year? <laughs> uh, High-velocity guy, man, high-velocity. We were all excited when he hit 100. He hit 100 miles an hour this year, so he's going to come in and throw it. What's the biggest thing you took from your year in AA this year? Keep working every day. Every day is going to be different, you know, and every day is a new challenge in itself. And uh, developing the humility of that, I think, is the biggest thing. Is Every day is going to be different, so you just got to take it in stride and, and keep working. Oh, it was great to see you last night. Thank you, Kyle. Yep, thank you. Thank you. And finally, we're going to end things. What a celebration it was. We celebrated Ichiro over the weekend. He gave a great speech, and this will not be the last time we certainly celebrate Ichiro, no doubt. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer uh, in five years. But for now, we had a chance to celebrate him over the weekend in his speech. I am so nervous. Okay, let's do it. D, you said no crying tonight. No crying. This is a happy occasion. When I retired that night in Tokyo, I had an incomplete feeling because the great fans of Seattle could not be there. Tonight, I want to express my appreciation to you for your touching support over the years. When I came to Seattle in 2001, no, no position player had ever come from Japan before. The one you got was 27 years old, small and skinny, and unknown. You had every reason not to accept me. However, you welcomed me with open arms, and you have never stopped, even when I left and came back. I was so grateful for the chance to return in 2018, and the reason is your fans. Thank you, Seattle. I also appreciate the fans across America 
who supported me in New York, Miami, and even in many places as a visiting player. Baseball is truly a national pastime in, my, in, in America, and I was so happy to play in front of the, in front of the people who love and respect the game so much. It has been an honor to play baseball with and against some of the greatest competitors I have ever known. They inspired me to raise my game to a higher level. Now, I have the pleasure of spending time with these young and talented players who will bring the franchise a championship. Despite the language and culture gap, not to mention an age difference of 20 years, I enjoy being around them because I feel their passion for the game I love is genuine. As I look back to my career, if there's anything that gives me pride, it is that I overcame the daily challenges and had equal passion for each day. From the first one in 2001 to the last one in 2019. As we, as we enter the final days of a long season, every player should remind himself, what does it mean to be a professional? These last days are just as important as first ones and all those in between. Every day, you need to go about your business with the same passion. That is the greatest gift you can give to your performance and to the fans who come to enjoy this special game. <laughs> to the Seattle Mariners organization, I am forever grateful to you for giving me the chance to play the game I love in the city I have come to love. Thank you also to my family for your endless support. Now let's play baseball. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.